You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The Institute for Economic Justice says that the budget cuts that are currently being pushed through by National Treasury will cause economic contract- contraction and that it views the cuts as rushed and indiscriminate. National Treasury recently proposed drastic cuts in government spending in the next six months as part of fiscal consolidation. The cuts are based on government's forecast of a 22 billion rand tax revenue shortfall. To discuss this, we joined on the line by the Institute for Economic Justice, Tax and Budget Researcher, Lisom Dechwana. Very good morning to you and welcome. Uh, good morning, Put Elvis, and uh, good morning to your listeners. Now, some economists say that the state's debt levels are going up at an alarming rate and could spell trouble. Shouldn't this then be the time and mean that we need budget cuts to maintain fiscal discipline? Well, I would say the real issue is not the debt levels because when we look around uh, in terms of countries that are comparable to South Africa um, in terms of their level of development, they also have debt levels that are similar to ours. But the issue we are really facing is the cost we pay for our debt. And that is really determined by what investors think uh, our economic growth will be. So the real issue we are facing is a growth problem, not a debt problem. And cutting the budget in order to try and, uh, and reverse the debt levels actually will perversely lead to either an unchanged debt level or a higher debt level because it will also negatively impact uh, GDP. Mm. But, but what can we attribute the 22 billion rand tax revenue shortfall to and, and, and how do we address it? Uh, so the, the 22 billion um, shortfall is just for the first five months. Uh, when we actually forecast, we think um, the, the actual for, shortfall for the rest of the year will be in the range of uh, 54 billion to 67, which is a lot, but it's it's still within historical trends. Now the main causes uh, for this uh, shortfall have been the declining revenue uh, uh, from from corporate tax, and that is mainly because. Uh, the mining sector has not performed well this year. Actually, its performance has been terrible uh, on account of uh, a decline in the prices of uh, gold, in the in, in the prices of platinum, palladium, and all the other minerals. Uh, secondly, there's been an increase in VAT refunds. So. Uh, Businesses and individuals have uh, have been importing more and more of things like solar panels, and the government has been subsidizing that. Um, and, and the main reason behind that, it appears, is the increase in load shedding. So those are the two main sources uh, of the revenue shortfall by our assessment. Now, the finance minister in Ogodongwana has given parliament the assurance that the medium-term budget cuts will not harm service delivery. In, from where you sit, is there an iota of truth to this statement? And, and what is your assessment of it? Well, when we look at the letter that has been sent by National Treasury to departments and to provincial treasury, 
there is no way in which this will not harm service delivery. So amongst the cuts that have been proposed, it has been said that um, uh, these, these departments and treasury should consider postponing the replacement of machinery and equipment, um, things like laptops, desktops, um, uh, computers, tele- telecommunication equipment. Uh, additionally, uh, it says that these treasuries and departments should look to postpone implementation of capital projects, so things like building schools, things like building hospitals. Um, so they should uh, postpone doing that um, up until, for example, next year. More than that, they said uh, hiring must be freezed unless, for example, uh, the Treasury or the Department of Public Service and Administration uh, views it as critical. So these are just three of the items um, amongst a list of other items that have been proposed. And we think there is no way in which they will not uh, affect service delivery. First of all, the population is growing. uh, um, So... You need to expand the employment in the public sector. You need to to replace the equipment in order to better serve uh, a growing population. And if you do not do that, then obviously it, it, there's no way public service will not suffer. You're correct. We're standing now just over 62 million people in the country. Now, how do we then balance managing this fiscal deficit and, on the other hand, provide service delivery in terms of the budget that we have? Well, we think for um, the only long-term solution to this will be economic growth. Uh, there is no uh, other way around that. But in the immediate, while we are facing um, uh, this uh, rather disappointing state of, of, of public finances, we think there is room for the government to increase its borrowing uh, because it will not really substantially change our debt levels. And a really welcome development um, uh, we had for example, the Minister of Finance speaking in Parliament yesterday saying that they, they will, in fact, increase the borrowing. Uh, so that's a really welcome development. But beyond that, we think if, for example, they think we are in some sort of fiscal crisis, then they need to tap into their contingency reserve account, which right now stores about $459 billion. So if you take even a small portion of that to try and cover um, this supposed uh, fiscal crisis, we are facing, then you will be setting us up uh, for next year and for the medium term to be able to to conduct more medium term and long term measures that will help us, um, uh, first of all, our debt levels to be sustainable, but to also allow the government to spend in a way that will allow our departments to continue with our service delivery. Lisa, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Elvis. That was Lisa Mduchana. He's a researcher from the Institute for Economic Justice, Tax and Budget Team. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.